2: Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Anderson Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Clay Link here with Todd Zola of rotowire.com. It's the usual drill on this Friday morning, Todd. We'll be looking ahead to next week, the week of June 14th, 2021. grading all of next week's 2 start pitchers on a zero-to-five scale. How are you on this uh, lovely Friday morning? It is, it is lovely, isn't it? I'm feeling okay, especially because you can hear me, my... Um...
3: My microphone, my poor microphone went for a tumble last night, so I'm glad it's still working.
2: Nice. Well, glad to be back with you. I thought it was a great pod with uh, you and Fred Zinke, the Z team, earlier this week. Definitely go back and check that out if you haven't already. And um, Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of news to get into, but I will throw some pickups at you, Todd. Throw them. Throw them at me. League. Sam Long. I'll have to pick James's brain because James Anderson was the big spender there. On Sam Long, he did well in his debut, but only four innings, struck out seven. Uh, I'm a little surprised by that, but I guess Sam Long might be a guy to, to keep an eye on this weekend. That is
3: Sammy Long.
2: Okay. Well, it's wow. Sam, <laughs> Long. <laughs> Sam <laughs> Long at
3: CBS. A, a couple of different places, Sam or Sammy. Uh, that's why we use index numbers. Yeah, I had to a, had a project him for the site when he when he started earlier in the week, and the question was how long he was going to go. I mean, J- James will fill in the blanks. I'm just, I'm probably just spewing what James wrote on the site. So he's the, uh, you know, get it right from the horse's mouth. But um, look not to a me guy like, I've
2: ever heard him mention as a prospect guy. Well,
3: because I don't think he's been a he's not really you know, a prospect, right? And he's yeah. 25, 25 year old lefty. Um, two pitches looks like it's a fa- fastball and, and 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 either curve or changeup. Now I forget which fastball and curve I believe working on the other one, and two-pitch pitcher they expected to be in the bullpen, kind of stretching him out because he looked good at the alternate site. And like you said, he had a good first outing. Uh, low pitches, could he get five innings? Am I going to project him for five innings this coming week? Yeah, but that I don't think he's
2: going to go much more. Yeah, let me take a look ahead at uh, who he's got, Sammy Long. Uh, it's actually a two-step for him. Well, yeah. maybe not really, unless they if they get oh yeah it's right somebody back. Yeah. Um, maybe Aaron Sanchez comes back, but maybe not. I think he's probably you know if he fares well, probably in there. But it's versus Arizona. That's a pretty nice matchup. They've been kind of quietly like just awful. They've the Dimebacks have just dropped so many games lately, and they've got a few good hitters but they're just kind of in a vacuum, you know? wonder if they – I mean, I'd imagine they will be sellers at the deadline, but we'll, we'll have to see what they can <laughs> what do. They have,
3: I mean, the thing is, what do they have to sell? It's one thing to say sell, mm-hmm. and you can sell and get stuff back, but I don't think that they've got the expiring contract, let's get back a bunch kind of players.
2: Yeah, that's true. So- maybe, they, maybe David Peralta, maybe – one of their starters if they get healthy. But, yeah, they, they don't yeah, really have a ton. But, of- again,
3: what if, in today's market, what does that get you?
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
3: So, I mean, yeah, you'd get rid of, you know, you, you do that. But even so, I mean, the one they're talking, I'm kind of off topic, but there's some talk about if they deal anybody to get something back of substance is Kettle Marte.
2: Yep. I've so, seen the Yankees yeah. linked or at least rumored as a logical landing spot. Makes sense. Right. We'll see. You can see that. Um, Jake Fraley went for 12 behind Sam Long. He's been, I think last time I checked, he's had more walks than K's, at least since he came back from the minors. And a great defensive play the other day and Kelnick down. So he's running, he's running, running, running.
3: And that's the key. And the Mariners have shown Dylan more and 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 uh, not so much not so much with Prince, but probably uh, uh, I'm f- forgetting his name, the kid from San Diego, uh, France. Oh, France, yeah, yeah. I mean, once they'll they'll, they'll stay with a hot hand, and it, this might not just be a fill in scenario for Frey. He may be platooning, but a strong sided platoon in a 16 team league like you're talking about is pretty
2: good. Yeah, it really. Is he does have more walks in case seventeen walks against twelve strikeouts, four bags, two homers, a nine seventy four OPS. That'll yeah. play. That'll play as they yeah, speak out. Yeah, And yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's why you know past production isn't a be all end all. Like, well, he's he's shown signs. Yeah, he he was a prospect, but his past he had had basically no I
3: success mean
2: success in the majors before my.
3: My labor team trials and tribulations are no way to judge, but I, I had him. On my, I, I have him on my labor reserve, which means he did something sometime in the past five years. That's kind of my criteria for labor reserves. Yeah.
2: You have Fraley in labor? I'm pretty sure I have him on my reserve. As a labor, as a reserve in that league. That's pretty yeah. nice. Maybe I'll have to well, – nah, I, I don't have much to move. <laughs> well, I don't either. But you're right point. behind me now. I and I just it's lost fine. Nick
3: Madrigal. so. I am uh, I mean, I was already when when I, when you're lamenting on a Friday morning losing Nick Madrigal, I, it's an only league. But even so, it's probably not going to be a great weekend.
2: Vlad Jr. has lifted the dead carcass that is the rest of my roster to a fourth place mark right now. I don't know if any of us are going to be able to catch Ian Khan, who's, I think, 11 and a half points up on everybody else. A uh, hell of a team for Ian and great run. We'll see if anybody can catch him, but uh, the number three pickup in stake leagues actually going to be one of our two start starters for this week. Tucker Davidson, a $10 ad. Uh cindergard was the drop there. Um, Tucker Davidson had, had some success and they certainly need him there versus Boston versus St. Louis next week versus Boston scares you a little bit. Both starts in a, in a pitcher's park. Um, I guess I don't necessarily need the grade quite yet, Todd, or the the score on zero to five, but you like Tucker Davidson as a pickup?
3: Uh,
2: Yes. I like
3: him as a pickup, but that's, it's sort of in reference, you know, relative to what's out there and what you get at this time of the year, he's still streaming. And this is an interesting two-step this week. Um, uh, All you need to do is put on a Houston uniform, against the Red Sox, and I'll stream that pitcher. I don't care who it is. Uh, just just been trouble hitting anything in a Houston uniform. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I do. I don't love them, but I, I think... I like the team context, even though Atlanta, uh, Truist, Truist Park is a hitter's park, but I do like the team context. I think they seem to be doing okay with pitching. So I'd like it if you're forced to play them in that two-step. I know the Stake League's Offset staggered a bit. It's a rough two, but eh, in today's game—if you need the innings, you need the innings.
2: Yeah, only seventeen and two thirds in the majors so far. Three starts. Um, the the luck factor kind of stares you in. Well, he's he out. His,
3: he's out over his skis. He's yeah, not yeah. especially dominant. One, a one
2: five three ERA <laughs> pitcher. Well, man. yeah, uh,
3: but he's not especially dominant. Mm-hmm. um So we'll see how that works Babbitt.
2: out. 188 yeah. BABIP so far, 89.7% left-on-base rate. Yeah. Does have a pretty high ground ball rate so far. That's nice to help mitigate homers and um, a pretty darn good run at a triple A to start. That was 20 innings in a 0.90 ERA. Uh, also a low BABIP there as well. But yeah, it's it's not a dominant profile. You're right. And only throws 93.2 on average. Does have two variations of the breaking ball slider and the curve. Um, we'll see if he can add some more strikeout strikeouts to this because he'll he'll need need more of a K punch to. Uh, well, once he gets to the, the majors stage. and they, yeah, once he
3: gets to the majors and they give him the spider tack, he should be fine.
2: <laughs> and what a weird time it is. The great players in the game, the three juniors, Shohei, they should be, you know, the top stories in baseball. But instead, of, we're talking a a lot about spider tack. Around the game. Uh Scott Barlow was an ad for six. I could see it. Uh Vladimir Gutierrez of the Reds has been okay. He's got he went for five. Cole Irvin for three. Bobby Bradley for three. And I was kind of hoping to get him in labor last weekend. Didn't get him, but um a lot of raw power, obviously. UT or DH only, though, in a lot of leagues. That that hurts his appeal. It shouldn't that is he playing first base at all? It should change though, shouldn't it? You're right. He should get that pretty soon.
3: Yeah. In a, in a five-team league, he's got to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, Rubik is five, but, uh, you know, NFBC is 10. So we'll, uh, we'll check on it. He's got four hits,
2: including three for extra bases in his first 10 plate appearances this year. Uh, did not get a look at all last year, which was a little weird to me. Just as, I guess they were, they were pretty competitive, but the fact that they just didn't give him a call up at all last year. Um, makes yeah, me think so, a lot of that swing and miss was still there at the alternates. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So we got three, three games so far for space, but you know, the weekend he'll have the five needed for the rule book definition, but he'll still be an, a, a week short of probably NFPC qualifications.
2: Yeah. NFPC is 10 in season still. Right. Right, yeah. right. Right. But uh good start for him. That's always good, especially with some other prospects on the game kind of falling on their face this year. Good To see uh Bobby Bradley, 25 year old, doing well, and it's only three games, but uh, they got rid of Jake Bowers who ended up with Seattle, Seattle, and he yeah.
3: started last night. Mm.
2: Yeah, I don't know about him, but uh, Seattle doesn't have much, and they could they can afford to give him a look, you know, at least they can,
3: but well, we talked about Fraley, they've got some, some Dylan Thomas is the guy that may. Platoon and Freely, they've got some of their own players they need to take a look at. But you know what? Sure, it's free. And he has a pedigree. I can understand why Seattle would want to give a chance.
2: Justin Dunn, a $2 ad. I picked up Jose Cisnero for two. Okay, the Dunn
3: the dun- I don't understand, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Cisnero's not been very good, but I think he's got a couple saves recently. Yep. I just lost uh, Ian Kennedy to the IL. So. Hopefully a short period of time, but we'll see. Yeah, let me check again what it was with Kennedy. Uh sore uh, hamstring. Mild left hamstring strain. Okay. Yeah,
3: and um what is it the the, the kid? Um they just called up the Marcus uh, Evans. DeMarcus Evans. You're yeah, right. He's pretty uh, good. Jace uh Josh Sabors failed for a couple save opportunities whether they give it to Evans or not is interesting, but um Either one is suspected of pick because Kennedy, we're talking about trading of the Diamondbacks. Kennedy could be on the block.
2: Yeah, I definitely think he's a very strong candidate. Actually, somebody was asking me if they should drop him in the cut line, Fab, and I was like, yeah, I'd probably hold on to him. Mm, and then, he, then he hit yeah. the IL the next day.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one That'll because work. it's one of those things where if he does get traded, it may be to a non-contender, and it's one of those things where in the cut line you had to decide, you know, do I want to strengthen myself to get to the to the run at the end or do I want to be strong at the run at the end? And uh, I'm always of, I need to get there first. So yeah. that would have been a tough move.
2: Joshua Lowe of the Rays was picked up for a buck. A stash there. Uh, Max Stassi, this is only a one-catcher league, so he was picked up for a buck. Same with Eric Haas. I've mispronounced his name before, but I'm looking at, baseball reference right now and it is h-o-s-s is the pronunciation which is perfect because he's been a haas so far and he went uh, for as much as stassi yeah this is I mean, again this is only one catcher league but 16 teams i'm a little surprised he didn't go for more
3: i, I would yeah relative i mean Haas is going to play more than catcher yeah, he's been a playing lot more than, I mean, Stassi, you, 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 you just, I mean, whoever, you know, was probably a better a player better than I am just paid a buck for last week's worth of homers and may yeah, not get anything, true. you know, that that's all. So
2: that's a good point. Yeah. You're, you love a catcher who can play elsewhere. And yeah, Haas has five appearances out and left right? along with 15 behind the plate. So that's, that's fantastic. You are kind of chasing the heater there, but hell a catcher. <laughs> Oh, man, he had a sub-400 OPS each of his prior three years.
3: Who was that, or, yeah, uh, Haas or or Stassi? Yeah, well, I mean, sub I think you're chasing playing time, yeah. what you're doing with Haas. With um, uh, Stassi, Stassi, you're chasing the heater.
2: That's true. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez, Joe Panic, some pretty boring names. Jake Lamb's been playing a decent amount. Uh, Taylor Walls was picked up, $0 ad. Bailey Falter. No, that was the guy James has talked about here or there. Uh, and then Aaron Sanchez, but yeah, not a ton out there. If you're looking for closers, pretty tricky. Again, I picked up Cisnero just because he's had a couple lately, uh, but it doesn't seem like a whole lot of guys coming into the job. And even a guy like Lucas Sims, who I think is the 1A, but he pitched in the sixth inning yesterday. Apparently something going on with TJ Antone, and we'll have to keep track on that entering today's games.
3: Yeah, well, I think a lot of the teams that, we'd be chasing second closers or we're already using, you know, two or so. there's just, there's fewer have the job next in line setups than there have
2: been in the past. Absolutely true. Well, before we get into the two start starters for next week, let's uh, quick throw to a word from our sponsors. The economy is made
1: up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. Indeed.com BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
2: And we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by Winbet, Clay Link and Todd Zola. About to run through all of next week's two start starters, grade them on a zero to five scale. You can follow along with us by going to rotowire.com, going to uh the lineups drop down, projected starters, custom start date 614, show starters again, zero to five scale, and um be sure to check out Todd's weekly pitcher rankings for more up-to-date uh, kind of version of this. I mean, more in-depth, Todd does. But uh, as, as we get closer to next week's lineup lock, things will change. Card's subject to change, as they say in the wrestling business, Todd. And so let's get into this. Madison Bumgartner may be back next week. Is he definitely back? Def, uh, definitely is not the right word to use here, but we have him projected. Uh, but that's definitely up in the air. So definitely no lock that Madison Bumgarner even makes one of those two. But if he does, that first one's a revenge game at San Fran. So take that for what it's worth.
3: Yeah, I, I, the piece may be out soon. I, I posted these Z files. Just I found it interesting with the, the pieces. What I found interesting, I'm not telling you the piece. You're not going to have no idea. Any idea? I did. A, I I listed the top thirty spin rates. At for uh, four seam, curveball, slider, and cutter, four pitches that need spin, and Bumgarner was on like three of the lists, and he's had improving spin rates. So forget for sure. about let's forget about the jokes about you know what what good is it doing him? I just find it interesting. And Adam Wainwright fit in this mold too. That a couple old veterans are showing increasing spin rate over the past couple of years you know a couple of guys you know what can we get away with i don't want to accuse maybe i just did kind of accuse i just think it's kind of curious that that's uh that that's happening but anyway um i don't know bum garner i know he had the uh air quote no hitter what are the matchups one time again
2: let me uh get back to this i think it's at san francisco and then uh versus the dodgers so i'm gonna give him a one i think yeah because i don't one. even know if he's a He's, I mean, I'm assuming he's
3: back, but I, I don't like the, the pitchers much anymore and the Dodgers scare me. So does San Francisco. So I'm going to go with a one.
2: Yeah, I keep seeing that San Fran, and that's still kind of in my head like a little bit of a layup, but they're looking yeah. great. And so yeah. that should not yeah. be the case. Matt Peacock, I'm going to give a zero.
3: Yeah, don't even need to go into his spin rates.
2: <laughs> now we can get around to that Tucker Davidson grade or score, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Six scoreless innings on Wednesday against the Phillies. Uh, Fan four. Did not get the decision, but love to see a guy go in that length versus Boston versus St. Louis again. Two uh, tough matchups at home, at least Boston is, and second one still at home in a a good hitter's park. So I'm going to give Tucker Davidson a three. I can't go higher than that.
3: I'm going to go two. Uh, The lack of strikeouts scare me. I think there's some potential blow up.
2: I look forward to seeing where he's ranked on your weekly pitcher rankings because he is a tough guy to, to figure out. Yeah, where he slots in this week. Uh, for Baltimore, Matt Harvey and Zach Lothar. Um, okay, now he was optioned back last uh, Sunday, looks like. So he, can, yeah, I think he can come back and. Not a lot to see there. He's struggled and struggled at Triple A too, with an ERA north yeah. of uh, seven. So that's a zero. Yeah, zero uh, may
3: not. It's kind of more of an opener, I think, too, at this point.
2: Yeah, that's true. Harvey, would you consider him in any scenario?
3: Um, I don't think I consider him in a <laughs> no, uh, Harvey only league. No, Harvey Wimpleman yeah. over him. I
2: you know? couldn't couldn't see it. Um, Nathan Ivaldi on the other hand versus Toronto at KC. Now, obviously he's rostered everywhere and you're you're turning him loose I'd probably say in that case he's pretty nice I'll probably give him a four
3: I'm on that three four cusp and i'm gonna I'll go four but you know he sh- it should be a it should be clear cut but he's been struggling a bit.
2: That's true. Now for the Cubs, Jake Arrieta and Trevor Williams, Trevor Williams on the IL right now, but he has resumed throwing, played some light catch uh, last weekend. So this is tentative for him, but he's, um, you know, definitely not had a a lot of success, but he's a guy I think you can stream here, there. And I have done that actually in one league to some success. It hasn't always worked out, but at Mets versus Miami for those two, um, I actually feel a little bit about a little bit better about Williams than Arietta. Not that I feel strongly about either, but I'm gonna give Williams a two and Arietta a one.
3: I don't even know if I want to give Arietta a one, maybe out of respect, but I'll go I'll go two one, but I I wouldn't be surprised if Arietta if I don't like if I don't like what I see.
2: Yeah, that's pretty actually Arietta <sighs> He's been on a pretty brutal run lately. He actually, gave up only one earned run his last outing, but he had been knocked around pretty good with a, a seven earned run outing and a six earned run outing between April thirtieth and June fourth. He had a eight two eight ra but you never know. And I think you know that the venue is so good there at Mets versus Miami.
3: Yeah, that that's the key, and, yeah. and the veteran getting you know knowing what to do. All right, we're going to give him the one. Uh. Mentioned <laughs>
2: Vladimir Gutierrez among the Stake League pickups. He's got two at Milwaukee, at San Diego, and same for Luis Castillo, who I just can't figure out. And it's it's been a lot of the defense, but it's also, and as Eno Saris has pointed out, the lack of dominance on that trademark changeup for him. Just the, the stuff number has declined. I don't know why exactly. But at Milwaukee, at San Diego, I'm going to give Luis Castillo. I guess I want to put him on the of the Aldi. Uh, I guess I can't do that. I'll give, I'll give Castillo a three and Gutierrez a two. Sounds right. I mean,
3: I mentioned the, the podcast with Fred Zinke. We just, I'm at a loss with uh, Castillo at this point. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I, you, just as you think you know the answer they changed changes the question on you didn't look terrible last time out with the rain game there that uh with the rain delay but uh, I just I don't get it and I i the numbers I look at cool I mean i it's more like i mean Eno's the lead and I'm kind of agreeing there as opposed to he's corroborating my uh findings but um i, I just i don't know. I just don't know what it is. And is it the seams are messing up his ability to get the, ch- to change up? I and mean, I don't, I don't know, but um,
2: I do wonder if that defense has just gotten in his head because I've said it many times on opening day, it was minutes into that game that there was an error at shortstop and those issues are just compounded. And I wonder if it's kind of affected his confidence his his willingness to throw in the zone and, I mean I I'll, I'll say not.
3: this and it's, you know, it's it's kind of non Zola type analysis. I think he he looked the demeanor looked better the last time I saw him. Uh was it just yesterday? Uh he just continue, he didn't look like a pitcher that's been struggling. Mm. But you know, whatever that 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 that, that you know, $4 to get you a, a coffee at Starbucks, I guess.
2: It was yesterday. I missed that game because, well, when they're in Milwaukee, they get blacked out in Bally Sports, Wisconsin, or whatever it is now. Not on YouTube TV, so that's a real bummer for me. But um, get to watch the Reds again this weekend. Uh, Jean Carlos Mejia didn't make it out of the first innings last time out. Gave up four earned runs, and he hasn't gone more than three. Uh, was pitching really well before that, but if you have no chance at a win, and coming off a blow up, I'm going to give him a zero. You give him a zero, but
3: I think he's a guy that you want to kind of just keep your eye on. If you're in a keeper league and you can get him cheap and, you, and the salary carries over, he's someone I think might develop down the line.
2: Okay. Yeah. I don't imagine you'd say the same for Sam Henches. Just time to nah, not nah. somebody to nah. worth bothering to keep an eye on. <laughs> yeah. yeah you he he'd probably yeah. get two, but yeah, that's a uh, pretty brutal pitching staff for them right now i mean cal quantrell's gotten knocked around he had henches in there and yeah yeah kind of a weird weird team austin gomber now he's got two home starts he's been pitching well since that infamous gomber uh, gombering but out two at home i'll I'll give him a one just because i can see in an nl only maybe you know you're down you take a chance um but this could sink you very easily I'm already
3: sunk um and I just realized I've got uh mr. Sink himself um the twin Matt shoemaker alive oh, no. for a dodger start this week I never took him out of a lineup I have um the thing with Gomber I mean you know not getting Gombert etc he's got a lot of road games in this in this stretch obviously helps but he's got two home games. And he threw it 11 and a third innings against Texas and the Padres. And he gave up, you only can see it on YouTube, this many runs in Got 11 and a third over. innings. No runs in 11 and third inning. I mean, so he's been good at home too. Um, You know, I'm going to give him a two and I'm going to regret it. Am I going to play him at home? I guess I it's in a DC, which I'm not going to win. So when I play him at home to, to money where my mouth is, it's not like I'm really putting money where my mouth is because there's no money near my mouth. But um, I'm going to say two.
2: Watch well, it be a, a brilliant two step. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean he get really into the money, right? Yeah. Uh, Lance Lynn, Dallas Keuchel. Lynn is a five. What about Keuchel though? He's five and one, but with a four one four ERA. You know the formula with him? It's uh, ground balls and. Not many Ks, uh, but a few walks, too. Versus Tampa Bay at Houston. I'm going to give him a three, I think. Yeah,
3: he, he, he comes into the three range, but I'm not comfortable with it. I don't uh, – I'm not going to go – I'd rather – no, I'm not going to go the Cole. I'm not going to say I'd rather have uh, Gomber. No, I'm going to go three as well, but uh it's not comfortable.
2: Yeah, the the matchups do kind of scare you. The Rays just keep chugging along. It's pretty weird. And Houston gets a lefty, scares you. But revenge game, Houston scares me in general. Yeah, they do scare you. I mean,
3: it's it's scary. I mean, their offense is silly, and now they've got these young pitchers that are just. I mean, again, I'm I'm tilted because well, tilted and jilted because they just turned into Cy young against the Red Sox this week. But, um, i you know, sucks one yesterday, but even so, um, it was just, uh, I'm impressed by this Houston team.
2: Yeah. Same. Uh, so next up here on the two start starters, Matt Boyd and Casey Mize, uh, at Casey at the angels, pretty good matchups for those two. Uh, Mize has been pitching pretty well. So same with Boyd. I mean, at least. You know, at least given expectations. I know Boyd had a a little bit of a rocky stretch there, but then six scoreless in his most recent outing. Only three Ks. The Ks have been down for, for Boyd, which is a little troubling. Um, I'm going to give Boyd a three, and I think I'm going to give Mize a four.
3: actually. I've got them both kind of next to each other in the four range. I'm going to stick it with that. I think Boyd strikeouts should return. I'm going to need to do a little bit of a look, but I'm going to go four on both.
2: All right, I got you down for four on both of those guys. Next
3: I, should, I should mention with Boyd, I don't my, my spreadsheet doesn't buy into the narrative that he always tails off this starts to tail off. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm other people may factoring that in because his history is to start strong and, and fall off. I don't have a column for that on my spreadsheet yet.
2: I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the uh the Astros here. Okay, so McCullers is due back. He threw 64 pitches for Triple A Sugarland yesterday. So he'll be back. Um do you think they go with the six man? Because they got they back, yeah.
3: I think they should.
2: They probably do they will, I don't
3: know. I mean you'd like you could think would as good as is Arcidi and Garcia. And every you know, they all look and I mean, Javier's in the bullpen, he could start for 15 teams, for goodness yeah.
2: sake. You got to save. I had to start him one league, I was thrilled to see. He yeah, came. uh,
3: so I, I think it makes sense to go six, man. Whether they will, whether uh, someone has to probably explain. I mean, I use this joke on Sunday with Jeff Erickson, and we you know, we giggled and we both agree that it's kind of unfair to put this on Dusty, but. Uh, said something like someone has to explain to Dusty that you're allowed to use 6 men in a rotation. It um, does but- seem
2: something like an old that an old school <laughs> guy would not really want But to do
3: uh, it's not I mean that's not that's not really fair I don't think. Dusty's repu- he he's not he's not the guy that doesn't play anybody but veteran. I mean he he it's kind of a it's funny but it's un- it's unfairly uh Tony Larusso would be a better fodder for that joke.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree with you. So we'll have to see. Maybe McCullers gets two. Maybe they go six-man. But we'll have to wait. Nobody we have projected currently for two in that Houston rotation. Kansas City Royals. Brad Keller versus Detroit versus Boston. He's got more wins than losses, but these matchups aren't terrible at home. But I guess I'll give Brad Keller a two. Yeah, if I could take
3: away his first four starts. I keep telling about talking about all my terrible teams. I'd have fewer terrible teams. Yeah, he's, um, he, he's, he's actually sunk. been pretty good since his first four starts. I'm going to go too as well. Um, but um, I'm going to, while I'm petitioning my commissioners to uh, uh, just strike those first four starts from the record.
2: I'm looking to see how Jackson cower co are. I need to figure out how to say that, but I'm looking forward to seeing how he bounces back this weekend. Then he's got versus Boston next week, so uh, picked him up in tout points, and, you know, if he has another kind of so-so outing, that'll really kind of depress the uh, the NFBC price on him. Yeah, Dylan Bundy at Oakland versus Detroit. I'm still holding out hope, and I actually saw him dropped in one league, and I tried to pick him up, but I got outbid. I'm stubborn, Todd, but. I still don't think Bundy's this bad. and At Oakland versus Detroit, seems like a pretty good week to get right. So I'm going to give him a four. I have
3: him in the four range. He is frustrating because he was nails. Then he ran into the Dodgers and the Red Sox. It's like, okay, you'd like him to do better against the good teams, but he just had a couple of bad outings against a couple of good teams. But he hasn't really recovered since then. So I'm, I'm a little more worried. I wasn't worried at the time. Now I'm a little worried. Um, what was in Princess Bride? Um, I was, I'm a little nervous, I'm a little nervous, or whatever he's, um, so, uh, uh, Fred Savage there. Uh, I'm gonna give him a four as well. You're right. I mean, health, Something he's not hiding something, he can't be
2: this bad. We talked last week about how, how deep Tony Gonslin could go in his first start. We thought, well, if he's throwing 60 some pitches, maybe, um, I think last week we had him projected for two initially, but he yeah. only made one outing. I thought maybe in his second start, he could go, could get to five, but he only threw 1.2 in his return Wednesday, which makes you think five in his second outing is a bit of a, a long shot. Not off the table. He did only throw 33 of 66 pitches for strike. So he was a little, uh, struggled a little bit with his command, uh, but 66, maybe bump him up to 75, still kind of a stretch. So, uh, but if he gets two, I, I think Gonsolin probably should be a solid three.
3: Agree. Agree. I, I think it, I'm not so concerned about, well, I'm concerned about the inning and in two thirds because it, 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 he didn't pitch very well, but you're right. 66 pitches, 75. If you figure 15 an inning, he can get the five, uh, five innings, which you, you know, on the Dodgers can get you a win.
2: Yeah, it's very possible. That, that 1.2, is pretty low for 66 pitches, but if he's more efficient, maybe he could grab you away yeah. next week. I think Trevor Rogers has gotten into that five tier. I think he's uh, at St. Louis at Chicago. I think I'm going to give him the, uh, the ACE five tag here.
3: Eight at St. Louis at Chicago. I don't
2: know how we can't. I think, I think you're right. Now for Milwaukee, Brett Anderson, Freddie Peralta versus Cincy. At Colorado.
3: At Colorado.
2: Ugh. So that eliminates Brett Anderson from the equation. <laughs> well, he was—he was, he was
3: yeah. categorically eliminated for me to begin yeah, with. That he was, was. Yeah. I mean, the K's
2: are just non-existent with him. Freddie, I think, even with uh, at Colorado, I think I'll give him a four, just because that knocks him down. But I've been really impressed with what I've seen.
3: Yeah, I don't want to get into the what will his pitches work in thin air. Colorado can't hit. And I know they got Trevor Story back, and I know it's at Colorado and et cetera. So I'm going to go four as well.
2: Nobody currently lined up uh, for the Twins for two since we're projecting Kenta Maeda back at the end of next weekend, uh, tentatively. Uh, The Mets, David Peterson, Taiwan Walker versus the Cubs at Washington. Peterson, I think, is a zero. But Walker, man, he's been great. So I think he's probably a four bordering on a five.
3: I've got him in the five range. I I want to double check on Walker's innings, but you're right. I mean, whether it's four or five, we're using them, you know, for prosperity, I'm going to say four, but if I end up in the five range, which means he's top 20, um, you know, please don't troll me. There's plenty of other things to troll me about.
2: I'll be keeping an eye out to see if he is top 20 in your weekly pitcher rankings and be sure to check those out. Check out all the great stuff we have. James just had a prospect update. Too, so rotowire.com slash try if you want to give us a shot yeah
3: it, speaking of which aren't we just about at the super two projected deadline so I people so. are going to be referring to james's list quite frequently in the next week or two i would think
2: hope to see another wave of call-ups that'd be pretty yeah, cool yeah uh some some have actively hurt me in leagues but that's my own fault i could i swore that um jared kelnick was ready but i'm done thinking Guys can hit the ground running. It's too hard of a game for that. I'm not going to make any assumptions, even though we have seen it in recent years. It's just to rely on those guys.
3: Is, well, I mean, cool. I know that, I mean, I know we're talking two start pitchers and maybe this is better saved for another time, but, and we're talking about this in the tout table, but I kind of, I mean, I had a theory and I, it seems to have been born out. Other people smarter than me are saying the same thing. So I'm going to go with them. And that is, uh, some of the top prospects played in the alternate site last year, whereas the rest of minor leaguers just did nothing. I think minor league numbers are inflated a bit for the top players this year, just because they're ahead of the competition even more than normal. So well, they I actually think,
2: got reps last year though. Right. Were live. Yeah. Quote, so, so I think that we
3: might. I mean, I think that we might be seeing overly and even more so the, so what it's doing is it's raising our expectations even more than normal and you know we, we fantasy I know you know let's let's pump the brakes et cetera, et cetera so I think that's what we're seeing maybe this is better say, for our uh, our talk in a couple hours on, on on sxm but um I think that's what's happening and like I said other people mentioned it too in that AAA numbers and even double a was double a to a certain extent are are more skewed than they normally are.
2: I was talking with James Anderson on Wednesday on the prospect pod, and I just said maybe I got a little spoiled with some of the call-ups in recent years, the Acuna's, the Bryants, even Bo Bichette. uh, Glaber Torres was great right away, and it's just not always the case. It's a very difficult game. I think there are always a few
3: of those in-betweens to give us hope that we're on the next guy, but there's a lot more – Personal Not success
2: so in leagues. You know, the, the yeah. year I won TGFBI, I drafted Bueller and Flaherty as quote-unquote stashes at the time because they weren't guaranteed a spot in the rotation. Right. And uh, maybe I just fell in love with those uh, shot maybe. in the arm guys. All I'll right. Dial it back a little bit. But uh, Jordan Montgomery at Toronto versus Oakland. He's been pretty good. I, I guess I have kind of a blind spot for him. Uh, I know a lot of really smart people were on him in draft season. I just couldn't see it, but uh at Toronto versus Oakland, I'll probably give him I'll probably give him a three. I'll
3: get him in the two range, but it's kind of a not necessarily precarious, but is he's one of those, you know, girl with the curl. He can look really, really good or really, really bad. But I'm gonna give him a two. I'm four. I thought like sorry, four. I said I said two range, I had it in reverse in my head. Uh okay. Four. So four. I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean I was thinking I mean He's in the he's in the second group for me, which makes him a four, not a two. So I'm gonna go four.
2: Sean Manai in that group as well. He's uh versus the Angels at New York. That second one scares you. But he's been really good and that uh, New York Yankees? Yep. Like bottom ten of the league in runs,
3: something like that. That doesn't scare that's me. True. That's true, I'm saying he's saying tongue in cheek. Yeah, I am top guess ten. It yeah. scares you a little bit. Yeah, i have, I am top ten. But keep in mind, my baseline for Minaya has been higher, and he's not doing anything to disprove it to this point. I got a four, uh,
2: but you got a five.
3: Oh, I have a five. Yeah.
2: Now, what about Spencer Howard? Only two point. What about Spencer Howard? Innings hasn't gone more than four, and these just hasn't been that dominant. I mean, he does have 19 Ks and, and 13 and two thirds, but also 11 walks. He's just shooting himself in the foot inefficient so i'm going to give him at the dodgers at san fran i think that's a zero even for a guy who's uh, pretty well highly touted i'm
3: i'm tempted i think i want to give him a one okay. um it's the innings that scare me i mean give him four innings in each game he's a zero i'm a, i'm going to give him a one but it's uh, yeah i'm going to go one
2: Tyler Anderson was dropped in several leagues, and I think that we were one of them. And uh, I'm wondering if there's any reason to pick him up at Washington versus Cleveland. Second one's pretty nice, pretty tough uh, pitchers park in that first one. So I think I'm going to give him a two. I don't really feel good about it.
3: Yeah, I need to re- keep in mind, you know, Tyler Anderson or Tyler Alexander. We're talking Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Tyler Alexander. Uh, yeah, because Tyler, yeah, Tyler Alexander
3: is beginning to pitch again for Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go two as well. I don't, yeah, I'm going to go two.
2: Sorry, I uh, took a swig at the wrong time. Ryan Weathers at Colorado versus Cincinnati. I like Ryan Weathers a lot. Probably not dropping him, but I don't know if I'm actually going to start him here. I, uh, I could see some scenarios, so I'll give him a two, but. And that's that's pretty scary.
3: Yeah, he's in the two range. I get him in the two range.
2: What about Marco Gonzalez? To
3: me, I'm curious. I mean, he's he looks like a Weathers. He's such a young kid. He, he, he but he's so poised. Yeah, I'd be curious to see just his body language in Colorado. I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares where he's pitching. I think he just goes out there and throws the damn pill. Uh, yeah. But Marco Gonzalez has he had a start since coming back yet? <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, he, he pitched, uh, Tuesday and only went, only went four innings right.
3: Um, he's
2: always so tough and actually he's made two starts. since coming back and both were only four innings.
3: Yeah. He, he works on such a small margin of error, but he's so good when he's in a groove. Uh, I'm probably going to go three, but I could get, you know, I can get birdie in either direction with that, but I'm going to, he's listed as a two as a four but I may have too many innings, so I'm probably going to go three.
2: Yeah, I'm going three as well. Now, Sam Long, Sammy Long, whatever you <laughs> want to call him. We have him on our side as Sammy. CBS, you'll see Sam, yeah. Sam uh, Sam or Sammy. Uh, versus Arizona versus Philly, James picked him up, and I kind of want to appeal to authority, but since he's kind of an unknown for me personally, I'm going to give him a three, but maybe if you want to, chase him upside and uh, go with James. I could certainly see giving him a four. Well, I mean, three is, I mean, three is pretty
3: good for a guy that's pitched one yeah, that's game and, and we don't, you know, we, in in, 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 adult that goes by the name of, I shouldn't make fun of like that. That's a, that's a cheap joke. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going, I like the matchups. I don't know how far he's going to go. I'll give him a two.
2: Okay. Yeah. I got a three, but I'll get you down as a two. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he only went like four in his debut, but yeah, I, yeah, we'll I only see have, yeah I things ends. must
3: have changed on our on our chart since I did the initial because I only have them for one or one start. <laughs> so we may have been using different our guys are constantly updating.
2: Yeah, probably changed in the last couple hours. Uh Adam Wolf does great work on those in the morning. Uh, Adam Wainwright for St. Louis versus Miami at Atlanta. I gotta give him a two and no better. Yeah, I'll agree. Next up, Tyler Glass now. He's a five, right? Even even at White Sox. And then at, at Oh, Seattle. even. I mean, he
3: yeah, he's a he's a five regardless. Yeah. The White two starts Sox. in Colorado. Two starts in Colorado, he's a five.
2: Yeah, that's true. What about McClanahan? He's hit some bumps in the road, as you'd expect, but uh yeah, he hasn't gone. More than three and a third his last couple outings, He's given up seven earned run his last six and a third three homers. I uh, Still like the kid a lot, but I'm gonna probably give him a probably gonna give him th- a three.
3: Oh, I was gonna say you're thinking about a zero, aren't you? You don't want to. You no. don't want to do it. I can't go. I can't go three. You gonna uh, go
2: two uh, or I'll, one.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go one. I just. I, I, I. I'm not. The future is still really, really bright. I'm just not sure about the present.
2: Yeah, that at, at Seattle for me too good to pass up. But I, no, I guess That it's a little scary, especially given his recent run. Only five games next week for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Alec Manoa and Hyunjin Ryu for Toronto at Boston for Manoa, then at Baltimore as a wraparound series. And for you, it's uh, for Ryu, it's versus the Yankees at Baltimore. Manoa, nice bounce back. Couple tough road matchups though, so I think. I'm going to give him a three as well, but maybe that's me being uh, too much of a sucker for prospects. I'm going four
3: for Manoa and five for you.
2: Four for Manoa. Okay. That's a little more aggressive than I thought, but I like it. Uh, What did you say for you? Five. Yeah, I'll give him a five too. He's uh, pretty darn good. Uh, Patrick Corbin playing with fire, and it's been more fire than... uh, uh, I don't know what I'm going for there, but it has not uh, been pretty so far. He's burned you most of the time. He does have a couple good outings on his ledger this season, but really has been kind of boomer bust. He's been really bad lately, so I'm going to give him a. I'm going to give him a two. I think I don't think he's a one quite yet.
3: I do. Even with Pittsburgh, there I, I just I don't like what I'm seeing out of Corbin.
2: All right, well, we will review. uh,
3: You know what? The Mets in the second one, though. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm going to go, two.
2: Yeah, he's scary, but I think that's fair. So we'll review our grades and scores for the week of June 14th, 2021. And uh, let's get going here. Madison Bubgarner, one. Matt Peacock, zero. Tucker Davidson, I say three. Todd, two. Zach Louther, zero. Matt Harvey, zero. Nate Ivaldi four. Trevor Williams, two. Jake Arrieta, one. Luis Castillo, three. Vladimir Gutierrez, two. Jean-Carlos Mejia, zero. Sam Henches, zero. Austin Gomber, I say one. Todd, two. Dallas Keuchel, three. Matthew Boyd, I say three. Todd, four. Casey Mize, four. Brad Keller, two. Dylan Bundy, four. Tony Gonsolin, three. Trevor Rogers, five. Brett Anderson, zero. Freddie Peralta, four. David Peterson, zero. Taiwan Walker, four. Jordan Montgomery, I say three, Todd, four. Sean Manai, I say four, Todd, five. Spencer Howard, zero, Todd, one. Tyler Anderson, two. Ryan Weathers, two. Marco Gonzalez, three. Sammy Long, I say three, Todd, two. Adam Wainwright, two. Tyler Glass now five. Shane McClanahan, I say three. Todd, one. Pretty big disparity there. Alec Manoa, I say three. Todd, four. Hyunjin Ryu, five. Patrick Corbin, two. That Shane McClanahan, three. Not, nothing to do with you know, wish casting for my labor team at all. Todd, anything <laughs> else you got going on that you want to <laughs> you want to mention? Uh, wish casting. I didn't realize. It's about
3: labor. My team's made a little bit of a run.
2: Yeah, I you're I was, right on my heels now. I, I like didn't
3: it. know that. When you said it, I'm like, what? So uh no, that's interesting. Yeah,
2: good job. Um,
3: what was this week to table? We kind of mentioned, oh yeah, with the early trials and tribulations of the uh rookies. I'm just curious what people are going to do for the rest of the season. So there's some interesting answers. Have that posted a little bit later. Um yeah, we're uh is it yeah, we're we're still we're still doing MLB this week. Is it next week you're off?
2: yes i'll be here next friday but then on the 25th of june two two weeks from today uh you will be i think hosting with a uh, guest host of your choice perhaps uh, i don't know who it's gonna be
3: maybe i'm, I'm all yeah because jeff's away so yeah this this week i'm doing i'm doing it with um uh who's who's uh, i think john mckechnie's gonna oh coventry, jim coventry will well, be filling on XM, in on xm, 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 XM. so oh, yeah. right but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm trying to remember when you and Jeff are going to congratulate James for getting through a week with Liss on the uh, on the series this week.
2: Yeah, now he's got to deal with me for the next two days. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, looking forward to uh, to taking a little time, man. You know, we've been going hard since, really, since magazine crunch time and uh, needs need a little bit of a mental breather. But, yeah, yeah. looking forward to uh, talking with you next week, Todd. And you all have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you soon on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by Winbet. Try RotoWire today.
1: Free for 10 days. Get our premium tools, rankings, analysis, and breaking news alerts. No credit card required. Go to rotowire.com forward slash
0: try.